We're not against rap. We're not against rappers. But we are against those. Something big about to happen. I hear the beat tapping. We some fly rum and felines rapping on the track. Better yet, grab a gat, cause we hot like. And so, doors closed, windows up, cause that's the way we like to ride. Windy City hitting. Check mic 1212. We live, baby. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Speak Your Mind Radio. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Miss Hip Hop, aka Queen Star. And tonight we have an independent artist with us that's about to blow the fuck up. And he definitely is one of the hardest rappers out of Clifton, New Jersey. So y'all, give it up for your boy, Fat Bro! (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that is a great introduction. (laughs) Hell yeah, you're a great rapper. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) What's up? What's up? I appreciate it. Hell Uh, yeah. Thank you for having me on again. Oh, you're welcome. It's good to have you back on the show because um last time I know we were here, you gave Speak Your Mind an exclusive sneak peek into your upcoming album, I've Changed, which by the way is dropping tonight. Wink mm-hmm. wink. So uh man, are you excited about releasing this album? Oh my god, I am so excited. I am I'm nervous, excited, anxious. I am I'm I'm everything for this album. This album Oh my God! This album is like my child. Like. I know. Hell yeah! It, this shit is awesome. Um, I just remember last time you was on the show, you literally gave me um, um, permission to uh have snippets of Out the Gate, and I've changed. Mm-hmm. And I remember you telling me that you were in the process of making this album, and you only had like 10 songs at the time. Now it's a yep. 17 track album that's ready to go, you know? Yep. So I'm so proud of you. Like this shit is lit, 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 litty, 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 like period. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, no problem. Um, All right. So let's just talk a little bit more. Um, I just want to tell you, well, tell the listeners too, but Y'all, this album is so fucking cold. Like, I'm, like, not even playing with you. Like, this shit blew me the fuck away. And I'm not lying or nothing. I'm not, no cap, nothing. And so I'm super excited to present a couple of tracks to y'all today. But before we do, shit, before we get heavy into the album, let's talk to Fabra, all right? Um, Fabra, why do you think no one can outrap you? Because you seem very confident in who the fuck you are. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I I know nobody can outrap me right now. Um, and reason is, to be honest, one, I'm cold as shit. Like, let's be honest. Yep. Two, um, I have the confidence, you know. Uh, usually people that don't have the confidence, they, they tend to uh, lack skill, you know. Mm-hmm. I make sure that everybody knows I'm confident. And like, like I said, I'm the coldest rapper out here. And I guess you could just say my education of the game. Mm. Um, I've been listening to hip hop since I was a kid and not just like the artists of my childhood and shit. I've been listening to artists from the eighties. My first introduction to rap was actually Run DMC and the Beastie Boys, believe it or not. Wow. Um, Really? Yeah, because my dad had some old CDs, and every time we would go for a drive, he would just pop those in. 
and LL Cool J, all those stuff. And, you know, I just learned to educate myself. I've been writing for over like 10 years. It's going to be 10 years because I'm actually dropping the album, you know, May 1st tonight. Mm-hmm. And Saturday is actually my birthday. So I'm going to be 23. And I've actually been writing since I was like 12. So it's going to be 11 years. That shit called so it a Yep. Hell to me. Um, like literally, <laughs> I mean, literally, you've been writing since you were were uh, adolescent. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, it feels like it's not even like about to be your 23rd birthday. It feel like you're older because it feel like you've been in the game for so long. It's just ridiculous. It's your time to shine. You know? It, it, exactly. And that's where I get my confidence from. Now I'm not like you know cocky in the sense that like I don't work with people or like you know I'm um. I'm too confident or think I'm too good. Nah, like I work with anybody. I'll, I'll, I, you see on Instagram, I'd be responding quick as hell. Me too. Like I, you know, I'm, I'm a humble dude. I just know I believe in myself. That's it. And when I say I can outwrap anybody, um, not to you know just harp on that, but I just, I don't know. I just feel like I really can. Like everything I've done, like I feel like if I had a big following, people would be comparing me to the greats. Yeah. And people will be pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. You took the words right out of my thoughts because that was really what this whole vibe is. It's it's about Fat Bruh reintroducing himself to everyone out there, period. You know what I'm saying? People are going to fuck with your music. They're going to fuck with who you are. They're going to understand that every aspect of this album has a little piece of you inside of it. You know what I'm saying? Every song. Exactly. Yep. And so that's what I want my listeners to, to ante up on. Like, I'm just as hyped for, to listen to it again, uh, just like I want people to listen to it for the first time, you know? Yep. So, um, okay. Um, I want to tell you, your storytelling um, is really good. Like, uh, you still have, like, a humorous side, but you're really tough on the punchline. So, like, do you see yourself doing stand-up <laughs> comedy one day? Because uh, you may have funny, man. Um, I definitely, you know, it's actually funny. I want to be a, um actor and a writer for, like, you know, movies, screenplays. Um, when I was a couple of years ago, me and a friend of mine actually wrote a little like pilot for a show that we wanted to continue to write. But, you know, we both had like jobs and stuff at the time. And um, so we, we decided to quit on it and bring it back in the future. So um, it's funny that you asked that because one of my main goals, other than music, has always been to be an actor and a writer. Um and that goes, I've been acting for a while, actually. I've been acting since I was a teenager. Um, and, <laughs> excuse me. And, um, yeah, I just, it's actually funny that you brought that up because <laughs> I definitely do see myself in other fields of entertainment. That's an interesting thought because I was thinking that the whole time. I'm not even sure if I was going to, I mean, I know I was going to go into it, but not like this soon. But that, that shit is dope to me or whatever. I definitely see you branching out into other fields besides music, but having music as your backup. Like when you go, you know, when young people, well, you are young. When we go to school or whatever, you know, you want to have the education to fall back on, but you also want to um, make sure you're productive in the area of your passion. And I think passion is your music, but I think passion also uh, comes with acting too. You know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. So, um, with that being said, who, who are some of your favorite comedians that influenced your silly side? Oh, um, some of my favorite comedians is definitely uh, Cat Williams. 
uh, Kevin Hart obviously is funny. That's corny ass. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm gonna say Bill Burr. He's a little mm-hmm. more aggressive. Um, who else? Who else was I? Have I been big on? Um, Cat Williams, Kevin Hart, Bill Burr. Um, wow, I'm blanking right now, but I used to just literally sit. Oh, like Daniel Tosh. Mm-hmm. I just used to literally sit down and watch like Comedy Central. Um, uh, what, what was it? Live from Comedy Central, something like that, when they mm-hmm. would do, give comedians like 30 minutes. I used to just watch that as like when I was younger and stuff and just always think like, yo, I need to be an entertainer. Like, I just always knew the route of entertainment was where I'm going, you know? And um, I just, I, I love comedy like so much. As you can tell from my music, and there's still elements of comedic music. Like, mm-hmm. there's a couple songs that are, are funny on my um, mixtape, uh, excuse me, album. I keep calling it a mixtape, but mm-hmm. to be honest, this is a full album. Yeah, it um, really is. But yeah, those are some of my comedic influences. Um, there's definitely, like, you know, Jim Carrey. Like, Hell Jim Carrey yeah. is my favorite actor of all time. Fuck yeah. Um, you know, there's influences of that as far as, like, my funny side. I love it. I love it. I fucking love it. Yes. Okay. So, look. What, like, what goes through your fucking mind when you come up with all these crazy references in your rhymes? And if I could just elaborate on it a little bit, one of the tracks I'm talking about is um, Up Now featuring Fusion. You know what I'm saying? What up, Fusion? And <laughs> Big shout out to Fusion. <laughs> For sure. I, I just like when you talk about, uh, you said a whole bunch of shit like Red Fox, TED Talks, you know, shit like that. I mean, you was just going in yeah. on what's hot today. Like, how do you do that? I honestly, I'm not going to lie. Like, I can't even think of how I do that. I just... I don't know. It's like I always just think of shit on the spot. And it's actually funny because my girlfriend will tell me, like, I don't know how you think of random stuff, like yes. whether it's a joke or or like, you know, a comeback. Like, she'll just be like, how do you think of this? And I'm like, I really don't know. I think I've just been blessed. Like, yep. like I'm just lucky to have like a good sense of humor. And <laughs> when I'm writing, the thing is, I don't think too much about my punchlines. Mm. And then when I'm writing, like I'll rap it to somebody and they'll be like, oh, that shit was cold. And I'm like, yeah, like, it was cool. And they're like, nah, that shit was dope as hell. And I was like, oh, and I'll be like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, like, you know, because to me, it's nothing like, I don't put extra effort into it. It's just, I think about it and I'm like, oh, okay, I could say this. This would be funny. You know what I mean? Like, it's nothing, it's nothing like I sit here and just like, you know, think of certain punchlines or like something clever. It's just in the moment when I'm writing, I get into like a zone and, and to me, I just keep on writing. I don't think you ever come out that zone. You, you, you're cold as Chicago snow, period. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. For sure. I just listening to you talk is like an inspiration to my mind and everything. But um, like, that, that means a lot. Definitely, definitely. And I want to say, Fabra, man, <laughs> your pin game is phenomenal to the hip hop culture. Um, you have several hot hooks on your songs. Um, and I got to ask you, I guess it's like, how do you, how do you keep up the versatility in your flow? Like, cause it's like, you sound like yourself when you rap, but you also sound like other people, not other people like that. I'm talking about like, just the way you, you, you present it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, you yeah. Hit it. yeah. How do you do um, that? I, the thing is that's actually something I think about, like, 
it's funny because like you're saying, oh, like you know the punchlines. How you think about that? I'm like, oh, I don't think too much, but my flow and everything, I I specifically take time out and think about that. Like if I hear a nice beat, I could be like, ooh, and then like I'll start like the way I do it is actually funny. The way I write, I'll sit down to a beat. And instead of actually rapping or freestyling, like let's say I'm writing with a blank canvas, mm. instead of writing anything down first or freestyling, what I'll do is is hum to the beat. Really? So like if it's like a fast beat, I'll be like like that to see a flow. And then when the beat switches, I'll be like like something like that. And then I'll think, okay, I can definitely put that flow in there. And then I'll write and I'll be like, you know, um, like, like uh, the song, Give Me a Bev, you know, since the album's coming out tonight, why not just give a little sample, I guess, Um, when I'm like, oh, um, she's sweet like some Reese's, saying she need me, she asked if I seen it, I turned off her seats, she didn't peep it, she cursing me, damn it, I want to dead it. Like, originally, I, when, literally, when I heard the beat, I was like, something like that. And that's literally my writing process, and I'll make sure it's very thought out, because to me flow is super important not just lyrics you can have nice lyrics but if you have the same flow in every song it's going to be boring so i literally that's like my biggest thing like i always try to switch my flow and it's actually funny that's a uh, a lot a lot of people that hear my music for the first time whether it's family friends or even people that like you know i'm at a showcase with or something rapping with that's the first thing they'll notice i'm like damn bro like you switch nice, like like mm-hmm. your flow is impeccable, and I'm like, mm-hmm. nah, you know, I literally, I'm like a student of the game. Like I try to incorporate a lot of shit into it. Oh man, that shit just blew my mind. Um, your flow is so versatile that you switch lanes like smoothly. You know what I'm saying? Like a fast race car just switching lanes, da 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 da, da like that. Yep. You, you're amazing. Like you are just an amazing artist altogether, and um. And speaking of being amazing and you being compared to the greats when your time when your time is now, but I'm saying like as you go along, um, mm-hmm. what I've noticed in the album is you have many skits, you know, which I feel personally is needed, you know, is is um it brings back like a nostalgical moment back in uh, in music, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I really like your impersonation in the Dick Pepperfield skit. <laughs> That shit was mad funny, yo. <laughs> so, like, um, what's some of your, um, because just based off that, what's some of your favorite 90s comedy skits from TV or rap albums that influenced your parody style of acting? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I'm definitely going to have to go with, um, as far as the music skit that, like, I thought was funny and, and honestly influenced the fact that I wanted skits, um, I got to go with the GOAT, my favorite rapper, Eminem. His first album, the Slim Shady LP, well, his first album with Dr. Dre, um, the Slim Shady LP, his first, his opening skit is um, like a public service announcement. It's like, oh, if you bought this album, you just kissed Slim Shady's ass. Like, and I just thought that was like real funny. Like, and he says you should suck his dick if you think he curses too much. Like shit like that. And like, I remember I was listening to that and I'm like, yo, that's funny. And as far as like, comedy skits and like tv mm-hmm. um it's all about in living color oh i'm watching... gonna say that boy i swear to god i was <laughs> i don't Ooh. be watching no snl no mad tv mm. i me and my girlfriend were literally the other day watching in living color skits on my on youtube 
we were watching um like Fire Marshal uh, Bill and <laughs> yes. and Two Snaps in a Circle. You know, yes. like, we man, that's 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 my influence. Like, but as far as musical skits, I'll definitely have to say like Eminem. Yeah, because like, he even his Slim Shady EP, which is actually the album that Dr. Dre listened to in order to sign him. A lot of people don't know that he released a Slim Shady EP um, in 97, I believe, which is what Dr. Dre actually heard. Um, the opening skit for that is Eminem um, talking to like this demon, which is Slim Shady. And he's like, oh, I thought I killed you. And he's like, oh, you can't kill me. Look in the mirror. And then he punches the mirror and that's the end of the skit. And then that's when we got introduced to Slim Shady. A lot of people don't know that. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'll definitely send you a link. It's, it's some of his crazy shit. Is is I like listening to the older stuff because you know a lot of these artists when they first come out they're more hungry, so they don't give a fuck. You know, that's true. That is yeah. so true. And I like the way that you um <clears throat> pay homage to uh, Eminem. You know, I think a lot of people uh, count him out, cancel him out, so to speak, because he's white. I, I'm just gonna say it. I'm just being honest or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's complete and utter bullshit because hip hop is not just um, hip hop is for everyone. You feel me? Like um, every every genre, every color, every identity, whatever you fuck with, whatever your pronoun is, you know, hip hop is for everybody. Period. I don't care what anybody says. Exactly. So if you um, can rap, that's mm-hmm. it. Right. If you can rap, that's there's it. There's been plenty of times where I've walked into a studio or a showcase and everybody's looking at me crooked, and once I get rapping, they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh shit." Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's people like, judging a book by its cover, but yeah. Exactly. Like I remember I did a showcase for um Kilo, the guy that's actually on one of my tracks, nuts, because he's an actually he's a he's a big figure out here in uh, in Patterson and Clifton as far as music and he did a little showcase for his upcoming artist. And um I remember I went and I, I killed my little you know, I, the video's actually on my Instagram of me rapping on the in front of a couple people. That was the showcase. And when I got off, this guy shakes my hand. He's like, yo, that was dope. Where are you from? I was like, Clifton. He was like, Clifton? What? That's nah, you're not from Clifton. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Cause you know, where I'm where I'm from, it's like a nice area. It ain't nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. So everybody expects me to like be a trash artist, I guess. Well, that's what you know, we can't do that. Can't just judge a book by its cover, period. Exactly. So, I get that. Um, okay, so look. Let's get into the album I've changed. Um, take me through your creative process during the development of each song. And also, why did you choose that title? I know we talked about it on last show, but I have a whole new audience now and they need to know who the fuck you is. <laughs> That's no problem. Um, so I definitely called it I've Changed because when I started writing it, the first song I wrote for it was Changes. Um, and when I started writing it, I just... I was going through some shit. Um, People were, you know, taking me out their life or using me and stuff. And I started recognizing that some people, you know, don't belong and you should cut people off. And no matter what people think, just be yourself. So I was like, yo, I don't want to make this like, you know, I don't want to make music that nobody's going to care about and that I don't care about. If I'm going to make music that nobody cares about, at least I should care about it. Right, basically. Yeah, so I just was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to take a leap. I'm going to change my style. Because originally, if anybody looks me up, they're going to see I did more comedic music, uh, which is still fine, but it wasn't like, you know, what I... 
it wasn't really what I wanted to do, to be completely honest. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Let me keep the humor because I am a funny person. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to be like more serious. Like, I don't want people to listen to me and be like, oh, he's funny. And that's it. I want people to be like, yo, this dude's dope. Like, holy mm-hmm. shit, he's kicking it. So that's why I named it I've Changed because, you know, it's not only a new direction in music, it's like a new direction towards life too because I realized some people just don't belong, you know? And um, as far as the creative process, because I know you also asked that, mm-hmm. for each song, what I'll do is I'll have either a concept or I'll just hear a beat and just go with it. Like, Give Me a Bev, the actual intro song for my album, I wasn't even going to make that song. And then one day I just was looking at, was um, going through the beats that I had in all my files. And I was like, yo, this beat is hard. And then I just started like, like I said, I actually told you, I started humming. I was like, I'm in a minute. And I was like, yo, I could kill this shit. Mm-hmm. So I just sat there and wrote and I showed my girlfriend. And she was like, oh my God, that has to be your intro. Because like, it's like, you know, a smooth song. It like shows that people, what they're going to get into, like when they listen to you. And I was like, oh shit, yeah, that's right. And um, other songs are more thought out. Like I've changed, for instance. That's, right. I, I I made sure that that one was, or not I've changed, excuse me, I changes. I keep forgetting I changed the name. Changes. <laughs> I made sure that that one was like thought out and to show people like, yo, we got to take <clears throat> Fabra serious. <clears throat> and um, uh, some songs that do have concepts like Backshots or Spanish. Or, or I love Backshots. Yeah, um, I made sure, like, specifically, like, I want them to be funny. I want them to be sexual. Like, I, I don't want them to be a normal sex song. Like, I want it to right. be, like, funny, like, right. memorable. Right, exactly. Like, did he just say that? Exactly. He gonna rape Sanaa Lathan? What the fuck? Yes, exactly. And, um, you know, like, changes when I, like, I know people see, oh, a big Puerto Rican rapper. Look, he's, like, Fat Joe or Big Pun. That's Hell changes, yeah. I made sure to include, like, um, all you gotta do is tell my shit once, roll your fifth blunt, confusing me with big pun. Uh, and like, you know, I just kept going off that. Um, I, I make sure some shit is like super calculated and some shit I just go with the flow. Um, more songs though that have concepts are definitely like more thought out. Like I said, like Rosetta Stone mm. or Backshots or even, um, what, what can I say? Um, One Man Cypher, which that is, shit you know, was cold. Yeah, like, I made sure, I was like, you know what? One Man Cypher, I actually made sure I wanted to do crazy, like, bars and fucking, you know, one-liners and shit. Like, like I said, Ronda Rousey, please marry me. I want you to choke me out like I'm David Carradine. Because, you know, I, I don't know if you know, but there was an actor, David Carradine, who his kink was jerking off while getting choked, mm-hmm. and he actually killed himself. Oh, I think I do remember that. Yeah, that like, I remember, yeah. I was like, I remember when I said that, my engineer was like, oh, shit, that's cold. I was like, yeah, man. Yo, this shit is wild, though. It's like every time we talk or whatever, it's like some new shit added. Like, I see stuff or whatever with you and yeah. everything. That's definitely what I'm trying to do. Like, especially with music, I want people to, like, re-listen and be like, and catch something new. Exactly. Like, fucking exactly. Yeah. Um, because I know, like, I know I keep talking about it, like, the last time you were on the show, which, by the way was only two months ago when you um let me play the snippet of uh i've changed and um out the gate those were the two songs that was the introduction into this full-length album of 17 fucking tracks the shit was lit i am not (laughs) fucking playing with you this shit was lit as hell i just was like oh my god yo oh that's what i wanted to ask you like yo 
do you, can you, will you make some, uh, like, you know, a little bit more songs for the ladies, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, your girlfriend. And I'm not even talking about, like, some sappy love songs, so to speak. But I'm just talking about just, like, some shit, like, all, you know, we just put our hands up in the air, like, hey, okay, go fat, bro. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> hey, <clears throat> excuse me. Mm-hmm. You never know where the future is going to take us. I'm already working on my second project. Damn. You know, um, and I already am showing some diversity in that project already. So Ridiculous. I'm not going to give no details on my, my second project because I have this project, for God's sake, took me two years to fucking finally record. Ooh. So I'm not going to give no details. But all I know is from the songs I have written and everything so far for that project, you might be getting some more diverse shit, maybe some more. Maybe some songs for the girls. You never know. Okay, okay. Well, I'll definitely keep my ear to the ground for it. Definitely. <laughs> all right, man. Um, <clears throat> I um really like all the songs on the album, period. And I want to talk about one in particular. And mm-hmm. this song really spoke to me, and it's called Spanish. So... Off the rip, I love the sounds of the Spanish guitar, you know what I'm saying, in the background. That's one element that engaged me mentally. And then, like, your rhyme schemes is off the the chain. Like, you know what I'm saying? You dope as hell to me, you know what I'm saying? So what motivated you to push this particular joint on the album? Like, were you trying to bring attention to your ethnicity? Absolutely. I was... Um, I'm Spanish. I'm Puerto Rican. My girlfriend's Puerto Rican. Beautiful. Um, and I heard the beat and I was like, oh my God, like that's, that it sounds like a mariachi. Granted, I'm not Mexican, but it sounds like a mariachi. Mm-hmm. Like it, it has the guitar and that just sound dope. Like, mm-hmm. so I remember I was just, what happened was that's one of the songs that the beat played and I just started like thinking of a concept. So I heard the beat and I was like, yeah, that's Spanish. Then it was like, when the beat drops, I remember my girlfriend was right here and I'm like, Yo, bitch, yo, bitch is talking Spanish for me. Yo, bitch. And, like, I was doing a little dance, like, pointing in different directions. Like, yo, bitch, yo, bitch. And it was, like, catchy. And then I was like, yo, you know what would be dope? Like, if I start rapping in Spanish. Yes. And, like, she was like, can you do that? Because I don't speak fluent Spanish. But I was like, you know, I know some words. I know the bad words because every Spanish (laughs) can know the bad words. And I was like, I could do this shit. I could do this. So I went to the studio, laid that shit down. Everybody was laughing. Everybody's like, yo, this is dope, you know, uh, and that's how that song came about, man. I love that song. I love that track. I do, too. That shit was fucking hot, though. I was just like, this nigga crazy, yo. That's just like, <laughs> I love this shit so much. Oh, my God. So, man, I ain't gonna have these people waiting no fucking more. Please introduce your song, baby. Which song you want me to introduce? Spanish. All right, yo. Y'all listening right now? You better hear some crazy shit. This is Rosetta Stone, a.k.a. Spanish. I named it that shit because I wanted to name it some funny shit. So you better press the SAP buttons immediately so y'all can understand it. Play that shit. Shit, not only do I got yo bitch, but I got yo bitch talking Spanish for me. Yo bitch is talking Spanish for me. Yo bitch, yo bitch is talking Spanish for me. Yo bitch, yo bitch is talking Spanish for me. Yo bitch, yo bitch is talking Spanish for me. She be like papi, oye ven aquí, por favor no stopi. Your puta is naughty. Why you so cocky? Fool me like laundry. I give you that sloppy. You hot like tamale. Hola, hi. 
she should just bow down and suck on my candy bar. Play with pelotas, suck my elote. Mommy, I'm coming, I go yo, I ihue. Yo, bitch, yo, bitch, it's talking Spanish for me. Yo, bitch, yo, bitch, it's talking Spanish for me. Yo, bitch, yo, bitch, it's talking Spanish for me. Yo, bitch, yo, bitch, it's talking Spanish for me. She be like papi, oye, ven aquí, por favor, no stop it. Your puta is naughty, why you so cocky? Fool me like laundry, I give you that sloppy, you hot like tamale. Amiga, yo no quiero obliga, tranquila, tú tienes fatiga. Ay, mija, guess the joke is on, mija, cause no dormir con un boricua. Ay, mija, ay, con yo, mija. joints um off the album which all of them are but i'm just picking a couple that's all you know what i'm saying yeah but it's nuts you know and you see boy featuring kilo yeah. and that rapper mix nigga y'all snapped on this shit period you know yes we did that shit that song came out of left field to be completely honest what happened was i booked a three-hour session because usually i'm like it's crazy, like, how I make songs. Because the thing is, I make sure I'm prepared when I record. Because it's my money, so I want to get the most out of it. So when I go to a two-hour session, I could bang out three, four songs. Like, because usually I do shit in one take, two takes. Like, I don't mess up like that. Because, like I said, I, I got to make sure I'm getting my money's worth. So I booked a three-hour session with my boy Kilo. Like I said, he's engineering the entire project. And Shout out to Kilo. Yeah. Oh, man. Big shout out to Kilo. Um, and... I remember I, like I said, I had a three hour session and I think I recorded like four songs and there was still like an hour left of my session. Damn, I was nigga. like, yo, yeah. I was like, yo, like he was like, yo, well you paid and we still got an hour. Like, what do you want to do? And I looked at my phone and I had this beat that like, I didn't like, I, I've been had the beat like for a while. I say since the summer and I had something written to it, which I actually performed in my first ever concert, which is also on my Instagram. If anybody wants to see that. And it was nuts. And it was just one verse, like maybe a little bit over a minute. I was like, you know what? This could be like an interlude for my for my album because, you know, interludes are short. So I got in the studio and I did that. And I also spoke Spanish in that one. And I remember like I, I, I was rapping and I look up and, and everybody, my girlfriend, Kilo and um, DJ Big Ock, who's uh, another DJ. Um, shout out to Big Ock. 
um, he was in the studio and he was going crazy. Like they all were going ham. And I was like, what happened? They're like, yo, you killed that shit. Yeah. And Kilo looked at me and he said, yo, you know, I know I'd be engineering, but I do rap. Like if you need somebody, let me know and I'm not going to charge you. So I looked at him. I said, you know what? This song looking kind of short. Right. You better put some shit on it. He was like, real? I said, hell yeah. So he wrote his verse, Kilo, in I say 30, 30 minutes. He wrote his little verse. He got in there, banged it out. And I told him, I said, yo, how long is that? He was like, oh, like about two minutes, two minutes or something. I said, you know what? There's another dude that I like a lot from Clifton that I went to high school with, actually. And I was like, he, he's fucking dope. Extend the beat, and I'm going to send it to my boy. He was like, I got you. So I hit up Mix, uh, that rapper Mix, who's fucking crazy, as, everybody, as everybody's going to hear. And I was like, yo, bro, please get on this. Like, please. Because like, we've been talking. We've been trying to get on a track together. We just never knew which one. And I was like, yo, you can do this shit. Like, you know, this shit's banging. And he heard it, and he loved it, and he sent me back his verse in a couple of days, and boom, Nuts was born. <laughs> I like the way you said that. You said, boom, and Nuts was born. <laughs> it really was. We went nuts. That's an awesome song. That's an awesome story, how it all came together. I love it. Like, who, that, that's so creative for the engineer to stop what the fuck he's doing and say, hey, you know I rap, I can get on real quick. And then he yeah, does it. Yeah, and I told him, I said, yo, and I knew he rapped. So I was like, yo, fucking get on that shit. Damn. And he looked at me, he said, for real? I said, hell yeah, get on right now. All right, let me write something. And he goes to the other room, writes something, comes back out, and just murked it. Damn, G, that shit was cold as hell. Um, yeah. again, I'm not gonna keep the people waiting because nuts is a series. This is this is a nuts song, period. You feel me? Yep. And I can you introduce nuts to everybody, please? Yo, just like I say in the song, I'm about to go fucking nuts. <laughs> I so y'all better keep your ears tuned. And yo, after this fucking interview, y'all better go download my album, better go listen to stream yeah. it. Tell your cousin illegally to stream it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Y'all better just listen to that shit. I, I. So listen to nuts right now, and then go get some nuts and listen to my to my album. <laughs> Let's get it. <laughs> Yo, I'm about to go fucking nuts. You feel me? Like I'm starting to feel some type of way. I'm about to just say fuck rap. Shit. Yo. Yo. Fuck rap and fuck all you bitches who become a crazy acting like I really ain't above that. Fuck that. All you other artists ain't whistles like a Cheetos does that. So my mustache buck back. I ride with a 45, but it's in your head and I made you die when I bust that. Fuck trap. All you other artists didn't do shit. Like the sweat from a nutsack. I, I came in a game, not a popular name, but now I got it. Pretty soon they go sell my face on a shirt at Hot Topic. I came in the game spitting more shit than a fucked up faucet. Like, bitch, get off it. Or get thrown in the closet. Get back with a step back with a jet pass like I'm hardened. And I step back, snapping ankles like a Kit Kat. And you crying with a ref fat. And the coach wanna throw the red flag. Talking to a red bone, just like I'm Gambino. Hope that she lick my meat though. And I take her like I'm Bebo. You don't wanna mess with me though. Yeah, they will get real meek, bro. You might get hit with a Rico and shoot at you like a free throw. I bendito, pobrecito. Cabron, I con yo niño. I'm speaking Spanish to you just to say you are finito. In my pocket is a lion. No, I'm lying. In my pocket is a nine and you dead wrong if you try and fight it cause i'm swinging like i'm tyson like tyrese i am crying and it's making my left eye burn like andre rising ah you know if it's a rising i'ma kick it through 
running guys and move like a viking Ain't with the shits, get the hiking Niggas know my flow pure rice and every verse poison Only with the words I'm anointed The beat get flipped like a coin yet. Never catch me with a cop to the poison 12 hop out, I'm running no choices Ha! My demeanor voices Cause I hate these voices All demon voices I'm God-fearing but a sinner man I don't understand why I make these choices Do wrong shit but I mean good I envision birds but I see her Trying to make it out Can't make it out until I make it out I'ma keep good man That's time that I was six Had 16 rappers on my list We wasting money and time With all these diamonds on our wrist Sam's too dope, STD, don't fuck with me Either get out my way or get sprayed Which will it be? Look, yo, I'm kinda loving this I took the game, I'ma run with it I'm feeling like I should just stop at the top of the game I'm Andrew Luck in it Hey, you niggas ain't shit compared to me Yo, I'm serious And those of you who disagree, that's Eddie Murphy delirious I be on these beats like white on rice least that's what they be saying Wanna get so rich, I wear all white That's Donald Trump's campaign Niggas think that they can wear my shoes But they are not my size Honestly, by now, if you can't see the vision You probably blind Bird box ass niggas uh, Murdoch ass niggas Hey, stay informed Don't know what I'm waiting for I gotta serve these niggas Serena or Venus Shit, you can see the subpoenas If you really believe that you can impede me Suck on the back of my <laughs> Eating these beats I keep in my lunchbox like the back of a Prius I'm trying to earn checks by earning my stripes And that's from Nike, no Adidas Hey, first to last, my nigga, that's Ricky Bobby. And you niggas always first to last. I'm just reminding niggas, bitch. Ah. Yeah, y'all, you know what I'm saying? That was nuts by Fat Bruh. Feel me? I know y'all was feeling that joint. I know you had to be feeling it. I know you did. If y'all ain't feeling that, you a hater. Hater, fucking hater, and if you ain't saying shit about what the fuck you just heard, then you a silent hater, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> that bro, you crazy, man. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, so as you know, I like to end up all my segments with some fun questions. So, um, for the artists. So you ready, Fat Bro? Yeah, let's do it. Alright, my G. What is the most hilarious childhood memory you can think of? Oh man, a hilarious childhood memory. Um, I think I was about five years old, and my grandma's backyard is like the mecca where all my family hangs out. I might have been younger, I might have been three, but somehow I remember this. And my grandma's backyard is like the mecca where everybody would hang out. And they had this little slide, like a little, you know, a Hasbro slide or whatever the fuck it's called. And it was the summer, so it was hot. Everybody had their swim trunks, and they put the water on the slide, like um, the hose, the you know the garden hose. They put it on the slide, and they're letting it like a slip and slide, like a little ghetto homemade slip and slide. <laughs> and I remember, I'm like, yo, I don't got no swim trunks. I'm like three years old though, and you know it was all my family. So like, oh Ryan, just go in the, like your underwears, and I'm like, all right, whatever. Like I don't care. So I remember my first turn at the slide. I'm a big kid. I was even a big kid back then. Oh. So my first turn at the slide, I'm like, okay. Okay, this is gonna be fun. And all the water going down the slide, a plastic slide on a hot summer day, made the slide super slippery, like way more. And I was the first one to go, because like I'm always the first person at everything to do something stupid. So I go, and my little three-year-old ass is in midair because I hit the water, I hit the slide, and boom, I slid right off, flying in midair like 20 feet. My little underwears come off, and I'm butt-ass naked now, <laughs> and I land on a hot ass pavement. Bop! Oh, Shit. Yep, that was a great memory for everybody else except me. Exactly. I know your ass was hurting hurt. you. 
<laughs> that's why you remember it. It don't even matter how old you are. That's why you exactly. remember it. I just remember the pain. Exactly. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm so sorry that happened to you, but it was funny. <laughs> For sure. Um, okay. Um, Richard Pryor or Eddie Murphy? Oh, the, oh man. You know what? I'm going to go with Eddie Murphy. Reason being, um, I grew up in the 90s and early 2000s, and I was more into like all Eddie Murphy's movies. Richard Pryor is the shit, but I'll never forget when I was watching the SNL, like a recap type thing. Like it was like an old SNL that I was watching. And Eddie Murphy walked out and they said that the guy that was holding the key cards wasn't there. And Eddie Murphy's looking at the crowd and he has no jokes to say. So all he says is, your mama got a tooth in the back of her neck. So when she eat, it looked like she's snapping her neck. <laughs> I remember that. Because there was no no script, so he had to say the first thing that came to his head, and that shit was hilarious. I love it, improv too, like a motherfucker. Exactly. So I'm gonna have to go Eddie Murphy. I'm gonna have to go look up that clip for real. That was funny. Bro, that, that had me rolling. <laughs> it looked like you snapping on <laughs> oh, shut up. Whatever. Um, that was funny. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> oh shit. What the fuck? Um. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, are you still creating a short film visual for your album? I've changed. Um, I want to, but this this coronavirus got everybody quarantined. Ain't nobody trying to make music videos right now, which sucks. Cause I've and I've reached out to people, but ain't nobody worth like nobody wants to take the risk. Look, let me ask me, you. Me, I'm, I'm reckless as shit, so I don't. I don't. I just want to fucking do it, but nobody does. So I gotta wait. You know what? I'm not even gonna speak on it on air. I'm gonna talk to you after the show because there has to be other creative ways, which I have a few that you can get visuals out there. You feel me? Yeah, that sounds dope. All right, we'll talk after the show. But anyway, um, what was I gonna say to you? Dang, okay, I guess that was it or whatever. Um, I just want to thank you, Fat Bra, <laughs> for blessing the motherfucking mic tonight, nigga. Like, damn. And I'm serious, G. Um, and I want to say, may God continue to bless and place favor upon you and your gift of music. And a very, I mean, you just dope as hell to me. You know what I'm saying? So thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. I appreciate that. That mm. that that's, that was really nice. I'm a religious guy, believe it or not. So oh, I appreciate cool. that. No problem. Um, and thank you all um, to all my listeners out there to tune in each and every week for um, great shows, great interviews and everything like that. <laughs> yeah, and and any, anybody that's new to listening to me, yes. I appreciate y'all. Please, you know, you listening to Speak Your Mind Radio, make sure to share this interview, all her other interviews. Make sure to go share my music and, and everything I got out. And real quick, before I, we end this, I actually have a little announcement. Ooh. to make um i've recorded i recorded over 20 songs for this i've changed album and as you can see there's only 17 tracks on this album coming out and the announcement is there will be an i've changed bonus features album that will come out within the next two months Damn. it's going to be the songs that didn't make the album is going to be extra tracks for everybody to listen to to hold them over until i make an official new project so you got I've Changed, and then we got some bonus songs. 
Some we're probably gonna make it. I've changed deluxe. Who knows where we're gonna make it? Um, but I got some more music coming everybody's way to hold y'all over until I have a completely new project. That is absolutely phenomenal because that is a time period that we're speaking upon. If I may just like kind of interject a little bit, you were on the show two months ago to be exact, feel me, with some mm-hmm. days lapsing in between. Yep. And now you're telling me that tonight is the night that you're dropping I've Changed, obviously, at midnight, period. And yep. then two, you're going to um, give us some more, you're going to feed us some more songs um, from the bonus uh, uh, tracks that didn't make it on I've Changed. Exactly. And that's within a two-month period, too. If you kind of feel where I'm coming here from, I'm trying to yeah. say it without saying it. Like I said, nigga, it's your time. Be blessed. You got this, period. Hell Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Fabra, again. I love you, man. You're you are you, you're the bomb. And tell your girlfriend, your beautiful Puerto Rican queen girlfriend, I said, what's up? <laughs> I definitely will. <laughs> okay, um, you guys, we're going to get out of here. Um, I just want to say real quick or whatever, I'm not good at asking for shit or whatever, but if you guys wish to donate to Speak Your Mind, and let me tell you why it, you should donate to Speak Your Mind, it's going toward more equipment and upgrading of the show. Like I, Now, I can tell you this because this shit is already in the works. I've been doing lives here and there on Instagram, and they've been lit or whatever, but my ass has not been like that um, consistent with them because, A, I need more equipment, which I already ordered on my own. My little bit of money, I did order some shit to make the lives go more professional. Then two, this may not mean nothing to y'all, but I want merch or whatever. I have this lovely logo that my 17, oh, how old is he? 18 now. 18-year-old nephew made. He lived in California, and he made the lit logo. Do you guys see the tape, the side A, speak your mind? I want to have hoodies and shit like that, because when the winter time come, I want to have t-shirts for the spring and summer, and I want to have hats for, you know, because we unisex over here, both male and female, you know what I'm saying? And that's the type of shit that I wish to do with the donations, if you guys could give, that would be pretty dope, you know what I'm saying? It don't have to be nothing big, because I can save, 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 until I can't save no fucking more. So five, ten dollars here and there, that's dope as hell to me, and like I said, you're going to see an upgrade, you're going to see a change in Speak Your Mind Radio, period. Peace out. <laughs>